This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend But you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up This that lunchroom chatter podcast Well, you lay up and think about being a porn star But you can't because you come too quick So you gotta eat the pussy for 95 minutes Mmm, that kind of shit This that lunchroom chatter podcast Where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat But you can't because you live with your mama And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit poppin'. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Yo, yo. Y'all know when y'all hear my voice, you know we back, man We gonna get right to the shit this week now In this episode, towards the end of the episode, same as last week I'm a, I'm a, probably gonna call up someone Now, I wanna call up a female because I wanna speak about dating apps Now, I seen a story last week of this woman in Atlanta, Georgia Where I currently reside Who met a man on a dating app called, have you guys heard of Hinge? Now, between Tinder, Hinge, Black Planet, I think Plenty of Fish like, I don't know what Hinge is, but the woman met a man on Hinge and she oh, she ended up almost dying because, I mean, now, again, I'm not blaming this woman, but she met the man the first day she connected with him on the app, which I feel like that's that's already like a major. That's risky, man. But um, this uh, well, this episode, man, Meg the Stallion released her her quote unquote debut album, Good News. Now she already had about four albums that came out, but the sales weren't that great, so they said that this is her debut. And of course, I'm sure it's going to do numbers because they put the Savage remix on there with Beyonce, and y'all know that's going to boost the streaming. A man pushed the woman on the tracks in New York City. Now, shockingly, this woman only suffered. Minor cuts and bruises and like a broken arm. Gucci and Jeezy, they finally had their versus battle. Like to me, it was underwhelming. They missed the chance to have a groundbreaking moment. Mulatto. Now y'all y'all know Mulatto. She is one of the fastest rising up and coming women's well, women in rap. Years ago, when I first seen her, she won the first season of Jermaine Dupree's The Rap Game on Lifetime. So as y'all can see, I got a stack show today. Might be a little long, but I'm going to get back to my roots, man. Now, I haven't played one of my opening jams, my opening songs in a minute. But um, I'm in a good mood today. I feel like podding today, man. I'm in a good pod mood today. Got topics lined up. And y'all know I love when I call a guest because I get to dive deep into the mind and just hear opinions outside of just myself. But, um... I want to start this off by playing uh, this album dropped this year. It's called Audacity Volume 1 by my guy Kevin Ross. This is Onya. Hey, okay. Lights, oh yeah. Lips, oh yeah. Tongue, oh yeah. Dripping, oh yeah. Cream, oh yeah. Make you scream, oh yeah. Flex, oh yeah. Sex, oh yeah. Oh yeah, lips, oh yeah, tongue, oh yeah, dripping, oh yeah, cream, oh yeah, make you scream, oh yeah, flex, oh yeah, sex, oh yeah. If anybody asking you about it, tell them that it all belongs to me. 
limit. Okay, yeah. see that Houston, I'm so hot. Won't hesitate to pull up on the three, three switch. Uh, any night you want it, I can scratch up on you quickly. We can start it rough, the baby, I can love you gently. Uh-oh. Okay, 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 now you seem like you're ready. I'ma come and get it soon as I go and turn the lights on ya. Kevin Ross with Onya. That is off his project that dropped this year, 2020 Audacity Volume 1. But oh my God, speaking of the audacity, like I told you, a guy in Atlanta, Georgia, met a woman on the dating app called Hinge. And this motherfucker was crazy. He decided, you know what? Now, I don't know if she wasn't giving up the coochie, but he tried to kill her. Now, this news report is from 11 Alive. In Atlanta, Georgia. Let me find the news report, man. Because like I said, like to even, like, as a man, you should not feel as if a woman owes you vagina. Now, I understand that, like, when you meet people on dating apps. Now, a lot of people go for sex. Now, don't believe that all women go on dating apps to meet a real man. They don't. Now, some go to dating apps because they can't find a man by going out with their friends or by living their everyday life. So they figure, okay, you know what? A dating app is a great way to meet a man. And there are many success stories. There are many success stories, man. But um, matter of fact, before I get to that, I'm going to play a song. Well, not a song. I got a response from a, a listener about her worst dating experience from a dating app. Let me find this. Here we go. Listen to this and I'm, I'm going to get back to you guys, man. So I'm going to send you this voice memo. Um, Feel free to use any bit of it that you want for your podcast. But I'm going to tell you about this date. This date was the worst date of my life. Okay. Um, This was back in 2017. I had just came back from school and I was seeing a lot of these ads about these different dating apps or whatever. Let me pause it. Oh, yeah. Like back then, like 2017, that's like, well, dating apps had already kind of took off. But like I said, we got Tinder, we got plenty of fish. Now we got Hinge. I never heard of Hinge in my life, but Hinge is out. What else? Um, it was so many. Like to me, Instagram and Facebook kind of count as dating app because people meet 
and they date and they connect and some marry and some, you know, same shit from those social media sites. But like dating apps are a big deal, especially now with people being quarantined. But let's dive back in on the story. I'm going to let her finish. Oh, out of curiosity, I'm just like, okay, let me see what this is about. So I chose the BOK app, which is supposed to be like a only black dating app. And so I got on that. And so I matched with this guy named Tevin. And, you know, he wasn't like the best. Hold on. Any motherfucker named Tevin ain't shit. Tevin Campbell. I don't give a fuck. If your name's Tevin, you a pimp. If your name is like, who, who the fuck named their child Tevin? Now, we know Kevin. We know Calvin. No, let's name him Tevin. Now, if you name your child Tevin, your son ain't going to be shit. Now, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you got a child named Tevin, not your Tevin. I'm not talking about your Tevin. I'm talking about the other Tevins. Looking, but, you know, he went He went to school. Um, you know, so he had his degree. He was into computers and technology and all that stuff. And so I'm like, okay, you know, like he, he might be about something. And so as we're talking, it's like I can tell that he has some sense, or at least I thought he had some sense. And so the conversation was great. And, you know, he said, you know, I just really want to take you out and get to know you better. And so we picked this spot. And then we picked the time. So, you know, I come up, I'm I'm dripped out, I'm I'm ready. You know, I had on like my cute clothes, my makeup was cute. Hold on. Ooh, she was getting ready. She th- Now, you know, I kind of don't blame her because like like when you meet someone who you feel like like you connect with. Like when you meet someone you feel like you guys have so much in common, this can go somewhere. Of course you're not going to go out looking tore the fuck up. You're going to throw on your best. Like she said, I was dripped out. I was ready. Because, you know, like like she said, she spoke to this guy beforehand. So she thought, you know what? I'm going to meet this guy. It's going to go great. You know, everything is going to go the same way in person as it did in our conversations. So she threw on her best. And again, I don't blame her. Like, if you feel like you connect with someone, like, you don't want to show up wearing some fucking pajamas and your hair wrapped. So... We know up until this point right now, she looking good. She probably smelling good. You know, like she she thinks she got her boo. Let's find out what happened next. I was feeling it. And so he comes. He he doesn't have a haircut. His his shirt is is wrinkled. It was like an old Captain America T-shirt. Oh, hold on, my nigga. Now, look, I don't know who she's talking about, but nigga, you show up with a superhero T-shirt, Britch? Bro, are you in 10th grade? Bro, if you a grown-ass man and you and you show up on a date with a fucking Iron Man T-shirt and your shirt wrinkled, bro, I swear, bro, an iron is like $10, bro. Said a Captain America Some t-shirt. faded jeans and some dingy shoes. And I know that he has better clothes than that because of his profile picture. So I'm like, what's up? So, yeah. Mm-mm. So that was strike number one. Just show off your first impression. Like, that's how you chose to present yourself. Number two, he was late. You know, I ended up hitting him up and I'm just like, hey, I'm here. Are you close? And he told me that he didn't leave the house yet because he was waiting on me to tell him to leave. Huh? Say what? Okay, strike number two. So we get, we're in line. We're waiting to, to place our order. And 
This motherfucker sound like he don't got a car. Nigga sound like he take the bus. You know, no offense to nobody out there who take the bus, but this nigga said I was waiting on you to tell me to leave. Nigga, what? You don't got your own mind? Bitch, leave the house, bitch. What the fuck you waiting on? So he's in front of me, so he places his order cool. So I'm thinking he finna step to the side so that I can order my food. This Negro pay for his food and then move out of my way to let me pay for myself. That's striking them. Wow. Now look, look, I'm sorry for keep pausing it, but I gotta keep interjecting. Bruh. Now, like I've been on this podcast before many times saying that, you know, I believe that sometimes, you know. Both people should pay. But if you take a first date with a woman, you got to pay. She said this motherfucker paid for his food and then stepped out the way and said, look, now it's your turn. Nigga, I would have threw this whole motherfucker in the trash. Like at this point in the date is when I probably would have walked away. Now, oh, let me hear the rest because I'm getting pissed off. Like I feel like I had a man. I feel like this is my man. Three, four, and five. Because it's like, if you ask somebody out on a date, I feel like that definitely falls on you. As as a man, it does. And I know we talked about this on the podcast about bills and, and all that stuff. And, and, and I, I still stand on that. However, if you're pursuing a woman and you ask her out, especially on the first date, come on now. And if you feel like as a man, you shouldn't have to pay, that should be communicated prior to me showing up. Give me the opportunity to accept or decline your offer if you're not going to be paying for it. So I'm like, you know what? It's it's cool. It's whatever. So we're sitting down. We're talking. And um, he was like, you know, I need to excuse myself to go to the bathroom. He said something about invisible braces. So I'm just like, invisible braces. You know, I don't know too much about that. You know, I never had braces as a kid. Yada, yada. Tell me more about it when you come back. So, you know, I guess he thought that was an invitation to physically show me. So he took both pinkies in the corners of his mouth and he spread his mouth back. He said, ah. Bruh. Bruh, y'all remember that show on BET like years back called My Date From Hell? Is this that show? Nigga, you on a date, y'all about to eat food and you gonna spread your mouth like you spread ass cheeks? This nigga spread his mouth and said, ah, nigga. You gotta you got be kidding. There's no way, no reason why you should open your mouth and spread your mouth on a date with your saliva dripping on the table you about to eat from. Bruh, this, this gotta be my date. Am I being catfished right now on the podcast, bitch? Am I this, now? This got to be a catfish. Let me hear the rest. Wow! Like, <laughs> I cannot make this up. He literally showed me the inside of his whole mouth, and his teeth were were just. Mm-mm. His teeth were like stacked up on each other. It was spit like pooling inside the braces, and I said, "Yo!" At that point, I had lost my appetite. I go to the bathroom myself and I'm calling my mom and I'm just like, yo, this, this ain't it. <laughs> and I'm telling. Oh yeah. When you call your mama on a date, it's over. Like when you a grown woman and you call your mama mid date. Like I've never been in a situation before where I called my mama midway through the date. My, this ain't it. Like when you get to that point, like I swear, I probably walked out there and smacked this motherfucker in the head with the chip. Bitch be showing your teeth for on the date how horrible this date is going and so you know she's like okay well you should leave you should leave and so me being goofy i'm like you know 
but he's probably just nervous. You know, people do crazy stuff when they when they nervous. And so I say, you know what, I'm gonna just finish this day, but I'm not going out with him again. So I come back out, we finish eating, and so then we go to the movies. And so as fate would have it, the movie was sold out that we were going to see. So I said, hey, you know, did you want to see something else? This man said no. <laughs> he said no and that he would rather go back home and play video games with wow. his cat. With his cat, John. He said that. Like, I Nigga said with a cat. I'm not exaggerating or anything. This man left me wow. in, the, in the mall. He didn't even ask if I was good by myself. He didn't text me to see if I made it back home. None of that. It was the worst day of my entire life. Never again will I. Let me clap it up. Like, those are the kind of voicemails I want. Like, long, detailed, in depth to where I can dive and segue into so many different lanes. Let me clap it. That's an email. That's a voicemail right there, man. Well, first of all, Bruh, like this guy, look, bruh, I feel like Neve and Matt's about to come out right now and say, we got you, catfish, bitch. Like, that's crazy. You go on a date with a woman. You get to the window. Hey, yeah, um, let me get a number two with a Sprite. And then you step aside after you pay and basically say, okay, now you can order your food. And then she got to pay for her food. You go on a date. You show up with a with an Iron Man t-shirt on, the shirt wrinkled. You tell her you got braces in your mouth. She say, oh, I'm interested in that. So you open your mouth, spread your lips, and drip your spit on the table. Bruh, to the point where she went to the bathroom and called her mama mid-date? Like, that is insane. And then, you know, like, at that point, I'm, I'm sure she was thinking, you know what? The date can't get no worse than this. So they go to the movie theaters. The movie sold out. He decides, you know what? I don't want to see nothing else. Was this motherfucker 15 years old? This nigga said, I want to go home and play video games and relax with my cat. Nigga ain't even say my pit bull. Nigga said my kitty cat. Bro, this nigga here. Wow. But let me let me play out a clip of the wow. Let me clap it up again for that voicemail. Man. Wow. Let me play out. <laughs> that is insane, man. He gonna get the dumb bitch for that. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Like, why would you? Why would you do that? I don't understand, but um. Oh my God! Let me play out a news clip. This is from Eleven and Live here in Atlanta. This is from like like I told you, a woman who met a, a man on Hinge and met up with him the first day. This is what happened. And now to a dating app nightmare. Police have issued arrest warrants for the man they say brutally attacked a woman he had just met online. Police want to find this man. Take a good look, Benjamin Fancher. Tonight, we are hearing from the security guard who witnessed the attack and jumped in to help save the woman's life. 11 Alive's John Sherrick is live for us tonight in Midtown with more on the man police are looking for tonight. 
both the woman who was attacked, who spoke with us on Saturday, and the security guard who intervened to help save her say the reason they're speaking out is to help police catch the man before he can attack anyone else. A word of caution, some of the photos are disturbing. I just believe that he he was dead, dead set on killing me. We can stop this from happening to someone else. Two women taking the lead, urging everyone to look at this Atlanta police wanted poster that was just released of a man who may be using the name Benjamin Fancher on dating apps. The man who police say attacked Brittany Correri this past Thursday after they met on Hinge. Correri posted these photos on Instagram. The photos she says Fancher used on the dating app. On their first date, she says, they were in his car and he suddenly attacked her, pulled a gun on her, threatened to kill her, dragged her out of his white BMW, she fought back. She screamed and flew out the car, and I just booked it. Security guard Fantasia Atkinson saw them on Howell Mill Road. She sprinted toward them, taking photos, calling 911. And before Atkinson could reach them, the man jumped back in his car and sped away. I think my biggest mistake was be being in a car with him, you know, not knowing him and being in a car with him. Carreri and Atkinson want to get the word out about... I'm going to stop it right there. Now, she's right. Like, her biggest mistake was even getting in that car with him, not knowing him. Like, not taking the time to vet him and learn about him as she should. Now, again, I'm not victim shaming. But like I said in my Meg episode where I, I took a deep dive into, like, how you can protect yourself as a woman. Like, can't nobody else protect you until you take those necessary steps to protect yourself. Now, thank God there was a female security guard close by who stepped in and scared him off. But imagine had they not gone to that public location. Again, this is a guy she just met. Imagine he had drove her to the woods and just raped and killed her. Like, this is why and why I said you have to take the steps to protect yourself first before anybody else can protect you. So thank God this woman is alive and thank God she is still here. But like I said, later on in this episode, man, I'm calling up somebody on the podcast and I'm, I want to ask a couple questions. Like, have you ever used a dating app? Like, what made you decide that a dating app was the way to go as opposed to meeting someone in person? Like, it's some things I want to ask. And of course, I'd rather ask a woman. Now, I might call up a guy, but I mean, I don't know. It depends on who's available, but... We're going to take a quick break, man. And next, we're going to dive into, I'm going to dive into, and I'm going to tell y'all why I think Meg Thee Stallion's album is trash. And why she, I don't understand why she keeps giving Tory Lanez life. Like he's done. Like he's still putting out music. He's releasing videos from his recent project. And it gets attention for about maybe a day or two on social media. And then that attention fades away. So to start your debut album, speaking about Tory Lanez and addressing the situation, I just feel like her team is doing a terrible job and they decided to use the shooting as an album rollout. Now, again, I have sympathy for her. I hope she's great. But do I think she's great? No. I believe she has a lot of mental trauma, but the fact that she is... She's very popular right now. And the fact that I'm sure she is putting money in a lot of people's pockets, they are putting her own well-being aside for the sake of throwing her out in front of every camera for financial gain. Because for her to be GQ rapper of the year, like when does GQ ever cover music? 
GQ is fashion, some lifestyle. They never cover music. Like her being rapper of the year, like that's a that's a label ploy. Like that's something that was talked out between the label and the GQ magazine. Like GQ rapper of the year. Like GQ is not a music source. And now I kind of see why places took offense, like such as the Breakfast Club, such as Hollywood Unlocked with my guy Jason Lee. Because these are black owned, well, not, well, Breakfast Club ain't black owned, but Hollywood Unlocked, they support Meg Thee Stallion. They play her music for years, even before she got shot. Now, most of these publications, like GQ, they didn't get fucked about Meg Thee Stallion before she got shot. But the fact that after she got shot, her name now became a household name. Now you have all these white publications coming in, you know, trying to swoop in and take some of that attention and put it back towards their magazine. Because, like, I just think that shit is nasty, man. And like I said, her team is trash. Like, you bypassing all these radio stations that support you year-round. And you keep going to white publications that don't support you or have not supported you until you got shot. And going back to Tory Lanez for a second, like, let him suffer. Like, I feel like Meg Thee Stallion, what she needs to do and what her team needs to tell her is to focus on just get this motherfucker out the picture. Like, if you got to go to the cops and say Everything that happened You gotta show up in court You gotta testify Like you're not snitching You got shot You are a woman Who was shot by men And of course You know Social media is gonna flip it If you get on the stand Oh Megan's a snitch Who cares You got shot By a, a man That is five foot one Or whatever the fuck he is Like I don't understand Let him suffer Like to start Your supposed Debut album Addressing Tory Lanes, Like you spent your whole life And you spent all this time Working up to your first Official studio album And you gonna cover Tory Lanez You gonna reply to everything he said That nobody cared about in the first place Like Tory Lanez is not getting no radio play He's not getting nothing But you feed him attention I wouldn't be surprised if Meg and Tory Is back fucking next summer because the shit is nasty Like you keep giving this motherfucker life Like you know when you arguing with somebody And the other person has no argument So now they shutting up Everybody's they, they, They're being ignored And you come along again And give them attention Like just stop And the album was fucking trash I hate that shit And I hate that fucking somebody yada, yada, yada. I, That song is trash man like, I love watching Meg Thee Stallion during interviews. Like, she gives a lot of insight into her life, her past life, you know, what it was like growing up, her mom's death, not having a father. Like, she like she speaks so well. But then I get to the music, and like it's like a this imaginary bubble where everything I feel like she can say that would connect with so many women, she doesn't say it because as a woman rapper... Many believe that, oh, the only way I'm going to get mainstream success is if I rap about sex, but you dictate the topics. Like, 
the radio is not the way it was back then. Like radio don't dictate what's hot. You dictate what's hot. Like I believe Meg is at that level to where she can rap about what she want because like her personality is going to connect with fans regardless. But she need a new fucking team, man. But next I want to speak about Mulatto. You out here stealing hair. Now that shit nasty, man. And like I hate that that she is trying to make it seem like, you know, because she had replied to the girl's message and said, you, you know, that was two years ago where I stole your hair. You gonna wait now till I get popping? It don't matter. I don't care if you stole her hair 10 years ago. Like that ain't the shit you do, especially when you are supposed to rapper. Two years ago she was rapping. So to get free shit from from like a black woman who was on the rise, a talented black woman, and then you block the person once you get the hair? We're going to take a deep dive into some shit next, man. This your man Johnny Shows. I got to pay some bills, man. Stay tuned. Y'all know how it is. It's your man Johnny Shows, a.k.a. Sexy Chocolate, a.k.a. Your grandma's favorite nigga. Hey, we back, man. Let me turn the applause down. Let me turn this shit. Mulatto. Mulatto. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, the rapper Mulatto, as I just told y'all, the winner of the first season of Jermaine Dupri's The Rap Game on Lifetime, Mulatto has been accused of stealing wigs. You're going to get the dumb bitch comment right away. We ain't going to waste no time right Hold on. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. Now, Mulatto was not the first person to steal. She won't be the last. But it was the way she went about it. Especially being a rapper who was on the rise. A rapper who was on the cusp of, I don't want to say superstardom. But right now, she is a sought-after female rapper. So, in the fact that you reply to these accusations with the dumbest fucking shit I ever heard in my fucking life. Now... A hairstylist, black and up, up and coming hairstylist by the name of Deborah Liani. She said, Mulatto legit stole my hair two years ago. And I've just been pissed watching her blow up. Now she's blocked us. What a loser. And had the nerve to say that that was two years ago. Like money's changed in two years. Get the fuck out of here, silly bitch. Now, Mulatto said, <laughs> Two years later, and I'm getting ten thousand dollars a post, and I still would have tagged or reimbursed you had you approached me different, boo. My last hairstylist stole all my wigs when we parted ways, and I'm still resolving issues today because of it. Waiting two years for me to blow up sounds like you just used this opportunity. Clout chaser. Now, that is the dumbest shit because in your response, you acknowledge that you received the wigs. That you didn't pay for. You acknowledged it. Now, let me see. The same woman, Deborah Liani, she had sent Mulatto a private message that said, Hey, hun, what happened to the hair? We didn't get a postal attack. Now, this is a common practice. You know, up and coming clothing designers, women or, or men who do great wigs, a lot of the times they reach out to. You know, people who have a bigger following, such as rappers, entertainers, actresses, actors, because they figured, okay, if I send this person some free clothing because I believe in the product I have, then they'll love it. 
they'll tag me and then my business can blow up. And I mean, to be honest, it's a good practice when you are dealing with people who are sincere. But to get back into what she said, of course, she got blocked. So the woman Deborah had um, sent a DM to Mulatto saying that she wanted to give us some free hair. Now, Mulatto replied back, awesome. Yes, I'm interested. If you send to my shipping address, maybe like 22 inch or 24 inch blonde full lace. When I install it, I will tag your company in my pics slash videos with the hair. Now, the woman alleges that once the hair arrived, I guess, I don't know if she's seen Mulatto wearing the hair, but after the hair arrived at Mulatto's location and, you know, she got the, the confirmation that the hair was delivered, she got blocked. Mulatto blocked her. Now, going back to the DMs, the woman also DM'd Mulatto and said, you took our hair, you didn't promote it. And if it's a thing that you didn't like, then you should have returned it. You don't do that to black business. Someone who has spent a lot on hair for you. It's a big shame. Now that you've gotten bigger, I doubt you'll care. You could have just paid for the hair if you wasn't going to promote it. And now her reply was, this is from Mulatto. Her reply was, girl, that was two years ago. She said, (laughs) oh my fucking... I can't believe this is her fucking response, man. Someone like you have not yet made it. Like, you know how fast male and female rappers come and go, especially female rappers, like female rappers come, they be here Monday and by Thursday, they're on their last leg. And by Saturday, they gone. But she said, this is what Mulatto said. What y'all fail to realize is that I have no problem buying a whole different wig on my own. And tagging that girl as if it was hers. But you're not going to talk to me crazy without knowing the facts first. And still expect to get what you wanted two years later. Now, she keep capitalizing this two years later as, as if it makes a fucking difference. I don't care if I gave you $500 eight years ago. If I asked you for my money back nine years later, I still gave you the money. Like, that's my money. So I'm not really understanding her fucking response. Like I said, I don't know who on her team. I'm sure nobody on her team with any sense okayed this shit. Because it makes no fucking sense. Now, if there was facts or if there was underlying reasons as to why, you know, maybe the wig did get stolen. Like, why couldn't you just have communicated that with the girl who sent the wig? The fact that you acknowledged that the wigs were stolen meant you received the fucking wigs. All you had to do was admit, look, I got the wigs. And and I mean, this is what she should have said two years ago. Like, don't just block somebody and leave them in the wind because they feel a kind of way that their product and what they sent you wasn't, you know, marketed. That's why she sent you the shit. Like, I swear I hate when people get in like a position of power or they get to a certain level to where they sometimes look down or take advantage of black business. We've seen this um, a couple months back with B. Simone where I think she was on Pinterest and she took, she took like, what she, what she came out with? She came out with like a fucking self-help book or some shit like that. And she took all the content from the book, 
from other black females on Pinterest. And then she sold the book and marketed the book as her own. That, oh, this was something I, you know, I came up with because, no, you didn't, bitch. She know damn well, man. She dropped out her album. Hold on. Um, Ooh, what's this? What's this? Somebody sent me something. Rapper Killer B said Meg Thee Stallion team may have used her, her song to inspire a song on Megan's album called Do It On The Tip. Now, I hated that fucking album. But this is what she said. She is accusing Meg Thee Stallion of using her own song to write her own song, which is entitled Do It On The Tip. Let me get it going. good news and I love you know I, I fuck making a stallion I love making a stallion so there was a song featuring the city girls called do it on a tip and my friends and my fans sending it to me and I'm like okay so let me go take the time out to listen and I listen to it and I'm like hold up my song <laughs> so you know and it's not to say that okay making a stallion stole my song or whatever the case may be because I understand that people have ghost riders and hooks are brought to people for them wasn't I just saying this shit I was literally just saying this that now again we don't know the final result of this her accusations but I was just saying this that people who reach a certain level a lot of the time they take content from people who are not yet as popular because they know okay she got a good song. I can take her song and nobody going to believe them because I have the bigger following. And now with social media, the person who has the bigger following always wins because they have more people who love and just follow them in general. So if someone puts out a good song, but they only have 5,000 followers and now Meg Thee Stallion has like 5 million, like who do you think wins that battle? But um, let's see if these songs are similar. Hold on. I believe this is Meg's song. Let me see how the other girl's song sounds. Do it on the handstand. Do it on the. Do it on the handstand. Do it on the. Make that quick. Yeah, I'm really with this. Do it on the handstand. Oh no, she stole that shit. Do it on the handstand. Do it on the. Let me hear it again. This is Meg's song. Now let's hear Killer Bees again. Oh nah, she stole that. She stole that. Same cadence. Do it on the. Nah, she stole that. Damn, Meg. I was literally just saying this. Literally. Why am I falling, man? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Nah, she's not going to do this, man. So, Wendy Williams was on her show, and she tried to play my man Bow Wow. Now, anybody know who knows me knows I love Bow Wow. Bow Wow is a legend. Now, I understand now in 2020, like, the narrative is to make fun of Bow Wow. You know, let's tease Bow Wow. Bow Wow is a legend. And Wendy tried to say, you know, name a hit by Bow Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, we can name 20 hits by Bow Wow off the top of our head right now. 
Like, you gotta be kidding me. Let's hear what Wendy Williams had to say first. I know Wendy ain't trying to come for Bible. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Career. <laughs> I'm done, bro. She said, "Name one hit record that Bow Wow has had in his 27 year career." Now, I'm gonna be silent real quick for like five seconds because I gotta gather my thoughts. That is, you gotta be kidding me. Why would you do that? This bitch really said, name one hit Bow Wow had. Now, I don't know if she thought Bow Wow was Sammy or if she confused Bow Wow with Soldier Boy. But to say name one hit Bow Wow has had, should I start? Bounce with me. Bow Wow, that's my name with Snoop Dogg. Hardball. Puppy Love. Ghetto Girls. Basketball. Let's get down with Birdman. Let me hold you. My baby with jagged edge, like you with Sierra, fresh as I'm is, shorty like mine with, with um Chris Brown, out of my system with T Pain, I'm a flirt with um R Kelly, girlfriend with Omorion. You gotta be kidding me! You can get it all, like what? And I can keep going, but just Wendy, like I hate when motherfuckers do that. Like I understand Bible has not been active in recent years, but to come up here. And try to throw shade at Bow Wow. Name one hit Bow Wow has had in 27. Are you serious right now, Wendy? This is why your dumb ass passed out last year on, on fucking stage. Stupid ass bitch. What the fuck she... Nah. I shouldn't even... Who? <laughs> let me let me gather myself, man. But um, I think it's right... To, oh, whoa. Ooh, hold on. Now the other wood, the other day, Lisa Ray got herself in a pickle where she said Harley Berry has bad sex. Now I don't know why she thought it was okay to say that about Harley Berry, but let, let me play you guys what she said for those who don't know. This is what Lisa Ray said on her podcast. What's it called? It's on Fox Soul. It's called Cocktail. Hey, 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 hey. So we don't know what she's doing in the bedroom. It'd be, it'd be like Halle Berry. Yeah, I can't imagine Tony Braxton not being able to put it down with the with the amount of love songs that this girl got and the right. amount of passion, no action. What you mean, uh, Lisa Ray about Halle Berry? She not supposed to be good in the bed. That's what they said. That's what I read. Really? And that's what I heard. Oh, that's, that's what, what they say. So nobody that. regrets not doing anything. Yes, she did. That's tacky. And now I know they say you know men should stay out of women's business, but. A woman is talking about a woman right here, and she got backlash for that. So y'all want men and women to stay out of women's business because, matter of fact, let me play y'all what she said because she replied to that. She had, she said something, I guess, to address the backlash. Let's hear what she had to say. They told my ass up this week about talking about, I said that her is trash. And I was like, where did I say that at? You know what I mean? I would not know that because that's what you implied. Shut up, Lisa. Um, But uh, that disturbed me because Hallie is beautiful. I don't have a problem with Hallie. I love Hallie. Hallie is breaking barriers for all of us. You know what I mean? And so that is absolutely a no, no. However, I absolutely heard that. I remember when monsters ball was her love scene and they was trying to say that 
that's how she is in bed. And it was like, no, it was a movie, guys. What are you talking about? Then they came out with the whole Wesley Snipe thing and who was that that hit her in the ear or something? Oh, yeah, she backtracking. She backtracking, bitch. Somebody that we ain't with now, so we all trying to be with somebody. We got to go through a lot of folks to get to that one. So I just wanted to say that. Let me be the first. Yeah, she backtracked, but, man. But speaking of backtracking, man, I let me get somebody on the phone, man. I got some questions I want to ask about dating apps. Now, I told you guys earlier in this episode a story of a woman in Atlanta who almost got killed from a guy she met. And you guys also heard a story from a listener in regards to her taking a first date with what sounded like a lazy motherfucker, a nigga who ain't want to be there. This nigga Tevin ain't want to be there. This nigga Tevin chose to go home and play basket and play 2K and lay with his cat as opposed to going to date with a woman. Now, some of the things I want to ask someone is, have you ever used a dating app? Now, I hope they are honest because most people have. Now, what made you even decide to use that app in the first place? Because I've used the app before. Now, have I met with the, I guess, have I met with the person Publicly, I haven't. Now, this was like, shit, about nine years ago, nine and a half years ago when I used a dating app last because I was was fucking scared, man. Now, there was one girl I ended up liking from a dating app. Now, you know, we text back and forth. We sent each other messages, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like her. I want to hear her voice. Now, I'm not really a phone person. But she said, oh, can you call me? I'm like, I I could call you. Now, when I called her, you know, the phone was ringing. So I'm nervous now. Like, oh, like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? And now she picked up the phone, but her voice was deep as fuck. I said, hello? Yeah, hello. What you doing? Bitch, bitch, bitch. Who is this? This is Shanisha. This ain't, bitch, put your sister on the phone. This is really Shanice. Well, bro, when I tell you, I hung that phone up so fucking fast. I know if I was speaking to a fucking Newport. Let, let me not. Let me not say that. I'll take it back. Let me give myself the applause. My bad. My bad. I ain't going to disrespect nobody who got the hole in their throat. But when I tell y'all, man. I called the chick I met from a dating app and her voice was deep as fuck. I said, Hello. She said, hello, what you doing? Bitch, yo, I thought it was her brother on the fucking phone. I'm like, is this Clarence? Who the fuck is this? This is Shanisha. So I just want to find out right now, man, from another person's mouth. I mean, because there are success stories from dating apps as well. So I'm not going to paint the picture or be naive to think that everything from dating apps is a negative because... There are many couples out here right now who are married or who are in long relationships with kids, you know, and they enjoy each other's company and they met from a dating app. But for every good situation, to me, there's about nine to ten terrible ones. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to queue up the phone call. Y'all, and like, y'all know my breaks be like five seconds long, so stop complaining. Why you always got to take a break? Because these episodes, man, I record these shit. Man, if y'all don't, it's five second break, man. Cue the music up. 
So before I make this phone call, man, I had a good idea. So earlier in the um the episode, I let you guys hear a voice message from REA about a date that she went on. So I figured, you know, why not call up REA? Why not call her up to find out exactly what made her stay on the date this long? Because there there were so many signs from the beginning that should have let her know, you know what? I think it's best I leave. Like from him showing up with a superhero t-shirt, his hair not cut, everything else fucked up. Like that was a sign to let you know that the date was only going downhill from there. But we seen in the voice message that she understood, you know what? There were so many signs that let me know I should have left. So I figured let's call up real quick. Let's see if we she could explain what the fuck made her stay on a date this long. Let me turn my sound up in the headphones. Hello. Aria. You know I'm mad at you, right? <laughs> Wait, did, did I say your name right this time? Aria? Yes, you did. <laughs> you know I'm mad at you, though, right? Um, yes. Yes, you told me. All right, but look, first of all, like, I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving. I hope your day is going great. Hope y'all eating good over there. I hope the lights y'all put happy up. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate it. But look. Like, going back to your date, like, what made you stay on a date that long when, like, you said he showed up in a wrinkled superhero t-shirt, his hair was fucked up. Like, there, like that should have been a sign right there to let you know. Like, I don't think this date was going well, but, like, what made you stay on the date as long as you did? Because you stayed to the end. You stayed to the end of the date, to be honest. <laughs> I did. Um, I don't I feel like part of the reason why I say it is just the time that we spent talking beforehand. And it's like, okay, maybe How long was it? Really nervous. I think it was maybe like a month. Okay. Something like that. I mean, it just happened a while ago, so I really don't remember. I think it was about like a good month. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was cool up until that point. So I'm just like, okay, maybe this is just like a bad day. Maybe he's nervous. I don't know. Like, I'm going to try my best to make him feel comfortable and see if it progresses. But it, it just only got worse. Was he nervous, though? Like, like was he really nervous? Like, really, really nervous? I mean, he was nervous, but it's just like some of the stuff was just, it was just no excuse. So I really shouldn't have left the date. I don't know why. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have an explanation. Um but yeah. I mean, like, but like, it was the point. It was the point when you said he ordered his food and then he stepped aside. <laughs> he stepped aside so you can order. Like, did, wait, wait. Did you pay for your food for the date? Did you pay for your food? Or I did, did. Oh my god! I did. Nah. And I was, I was really mad. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we gonna boo. That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, the place wasn't even expensive, but I deliberately picked a spot that was. And then at the end of the day, you said you guys went to see a movie. Wait, like what movie did you guys go to see that was sold out? And then he left you to go play with his cat or whatever the fuck he did. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even remember the, the movie. Um, I don't even remember the movie, but we 
he was like, nah, like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like my heart would have been crushed. I would have been so fucking mad. <laughs> but I was really relieved, though, because, like, at the point when we were on our way to the movie theater, it's like, I was like, okay, I'm going to be nice. Oh, yeah, at that really point, you was done. I didn't want to reject, like, rejecting somebody is just, I've been through it, and I think that was another reason why, so I didn't want to do it to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah, this ain't working, so I'm going to go home. Like, you know, I didn't want to do that to him. So when he was like, yeah, I'm going to go home, and he just, like, left, mm-hmm. I was really happy. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay, okay. So you was happy about it. Okay. But I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I guess, like, going back to the, beginning, to the beginning, like, what made you decide to go on, like, a dating app in the first place? Like, like was it hard to find a guy, I guess, like, on these streets, like, on the regular? Did you feel like uh, going on a dating app was the best way? Like, what made you decide to even go on an app in the first place? Like, like you said it was BOK. Like, I've never heard of BOK. Yeah. I've never heard of that, ever. <laughs> um, just like, I got to a point where I was just tired. Because I've I've done the whole oh I meet somebody at a party or you know I come across somebody in a cafe or whatever it may be so I'm mm-hmm. like you know what maybe I might have better luck on this on this app because I'm actually talking to a person first really getting to know them and it's not really so much off of off of looks because anybody can post a picture but you, you ain't like, lying. more of the connection comes from talking so like, let me just try the app mm-hmm. but uh, it's a lot of it's a I don't want to cuss on your, on your podcast. Nah, you could cuss. Nah, you could cuss. It's a, it's a lot of fuckery happening on these apps. It's really ridiculous. Besides, like, the whole cat business thing, it's just like, obviously, from here, my listening story, mm-hmm. fools don't have no sense on the apps either. So, you know, the best thing to do is just turn people. You ain't lying. <laughs> so, look. So I, I guess like from there, like, wait, you said it was the BOK app. So I guess like, like from the apps that you've been on, like, have you ever met any good guys on the apps or has it just been just bullshit? Oh, uh, it's pretty much been BS. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. It, it'll go like, I've, I've matched with other people besides them. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, we really vibrate. This is cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I might, I might. I might have found somebody, and then it's like the moment that's how it that be. I start feeling mm-hmm. that way, then that's mm-hmm. when they start acting crazy. Shit falls apart. It's like, oh, okay, so this this is the real you. Okay, I'm good. I'm good, love, enjoy. <laughs> so, uh, um, I guess like. Like when it comes to dating apps and like women, like like how long do you think a woman should talk to a guy on an app before like she actually goes to meet him physically? Like like what's a good talking period because it's dangerous now. It is. It's extremely dangerous. Um, like people are getting attacked, people are getting killed. It's just like you just really have to use discernment honestly. Um, don't ignore any red flags. Like if anything don't seem right, like don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be just be mindful. Um, I would say maybe at the point where you guys are just really starting to feel a vibe, maybe just change numbers actually see this person on a video uh, call platform, you know, to make sure for one, they, they're who they say they are. Uh, you ain't lying. That's number one. To, That's number one right there. Yeah. See, see their face. See their face. You know, and then if, if that goes well after that point, then um, if you guys want to take it a step further, just meet in a public place. 
um, if you want to go on a date, just meet in a public place. I mean, that's a good idea, but like, I said, um, that's a good idea, but like a lot of people now, like they meet in private, you know, where like the guy may invite you to his house or he may invite you somewhere that's, that's not as public because like a lot of people just want to fuck. Like to, to be honest, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people just want to have sex. So like. I feel like it's dangerous because, like, I talked about a story earlier on this episode where a woman met up with a guy the same day she matched with him on the app, and he tried to kill her. And this was recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had somebody here um, in the Chicago land area that uh, got attacked. Um, she got attacked, she was assaulted, and she was burned. So Damn. This, is she dead or yes. is she dead or she alive still? No, no, she's, oh. she's gone. She's gone. Which, oh, she died? Yeah. Wow. And, and this was yep. recently? Yep. Maybe like this happened my last month. I got to look that up. Ago. Damn. Yeah. Was he yeah, arrested? Was he arrested or is he still on the loose? They don't, they don't know. Like, it's just like a big mystery mark around that whole scenario because she was found in a preserve. So God damn. So I guess like she was, yeah. Like even based off that, like I'm I'm trying to see like like if there's like any way a woman can better decide if a guy is even worth meeting up with. Because like you said, you may talk to a guy, it may be great, you know, for a month maybe even like a month, two months, but then you meet up with him finally and then the shit goes downhill. So like, like how do you think women can better decide if the guy is like actually worth meeting up with in the first place? Because like you might, you, you may match with like 10 people. So it's hard to determine like which one of these 10 guys is worth your time. Yeah. Um, honestly, my, my biggest piece of advice right now is just to, to cool it right now because Times are crazy. People mm. are even crazier. Um, so I would honestly just advise people to just, as hard as it is, just stay to yourself right now. Um, like this pandemic is really messing with a lot of people's mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, isn't even really a good time to be dating. People. It's really not. It's um, not right now. Not in 2020. How fucked up yeah. this year been? It's not. <laughs> yeah. And like, even if you do find somebody that's, that's really dope, or, you know, it's like y'all, y'all feeling it. It's like you can't do anything anyway because everything is closing back down. Uh, the only place that you can really go is your home, and I would not advise. Oh hell no! Nah. But I mean, here in Atlanta, here in yeah. Atlanta, people don't care about coronavirus. Like people, they out and about. They at the clubs. They at the park. They yeah. holding big events in Atlanta. They don't give a shit about the virus at all. Yeah, I've been seeing some. I, I know a couple of people down there, so I've been seeing the videos, and it's like, wow, I don't. Like a human, I don't. What's happening here? Um. So yeah. So I guess like just take a break, try next year, or whenever this virus. That's the best way to be, and just start over in 2021. But like my last question to you is like, based on your experience, like so far in your life from dating apps, like would you meet a guy again from a dating app, or is it just like fuck it at this point? Like I meet who I meet. Like, honestly, that's my attitude. Like, I'll meet him wherever I meet him. Like, I, I've i tried multiple apps, and I'm not impressed with, with any of them. They're all of the same. Have you tried Tinder? Like, have you tried Tinder and those kind of apps? Um, Tinder was the first one, and it was absolutely 
horrible. Like I got off that as soon as I signed up for my license class. Um, and then besides the BOK one, um, I tried Hen. Wait, what's it called? What is it called? Hen, like like H-I-N-D-E. Why? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea they had these many apps. I swear to God, I thought it was just like Tinder. I remember like Black Planet, like back when that was a thing, and maybe one wow. other. But shit, yes, it's, it's a lot. But I mean, from from those that I've tried, it's like you have you have to literally skip one hundred people to find like two decent people. <laughs> and then, like I said, it's like, tough. Like like because like on those apps, you have so many choices. Like especially women, because. Like as a woman, like as a woman, like that's attractive. You may match with like fifty guys in the first hour, and you might get twenty messages that say "Hey." So it's hard to even know like which one of these guys to even give your time to, because they all could be you know on some fuckery, or it may be about one or two that's actually worth your time. So I feel like you're never really gonna know until like it's actually time to meet the guy. But then at that point, it may be too late, or you may end up with someone who just abandoned you to play two K. So it's tough. Like you don't know. <laughs> I'm st- I still can't get off oh, that. I still cannot get off that. That's crazy. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Did y- did y'all keep in contact after that? Like, no, absolutely not. Like, no, no, absolutely not. Not at all, um, whatsoever. Like, like not even a hey, how's your day? Like, what's going on? It was just over no. after that. Yeah, like no. That was that was a wrap. I'm, but you like, never know, like, like period like, at the end of no. <laughs> <laughs> like, because listen, you not gonna, you not gonna, uh-uh, you not gonna do all that. And then we no, I'm sorry. I mean, but now I'm kind of curious though of like if you guys would have worked out in the first place, because like the fact that you even went on that date means that like you seen potential some kind of way. So he had some positives. It wasn't all negatives. Well, that's another lesson that I've got to learn is that you cannot be so caught up on the potential. Mm. At some point, you have to focus on the reality of where a person is. Like, you can see potential that they can't feed on themselves and actually put in the work to bring that out into fruition. You got to cut it. Mm, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to hit the applause for that. But like I said, it, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not going to hold you up. Like I just had to call you so I can, because like, my mind was going so many different places because like listening to the voicemail, like I was like, you had about four to five points in there where like, I, like I probably would just got up and left. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to the bathroom. It just never came back. I mean, I know it's wrong, but at that point, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, listen, I went to the bathroom. I'm like, yo, my, this, this ain't it. Like, oh yeah. When you, when, when you called your mama, like, like, like when you call your mom, like, wait, what did she say? Because, like, when you call your mama on a date, like, you know the shit ain't going well. Like, what did your mama say? Yeah, she was laughing at me, first of all. Did she say uh, leave or, like, did she say finish the date? She told you me know? to leave. She was like, okay, like, uh, you're not happy. And I'm like, what it is for you? Why don't you just leave? And I'm just like, that, that's going to make me feel bad because I feel like I would just be rude and just end up and leaving him. Nah, so, I mean, shit. I, I was extremely nice, and I'm, I'm still nice, but but yeah, I'm I'm not as sweet as I was back then. I mean, but 
like you know what they say you know like situations that happen you learn from it and you become better so I, like I'm sure now like if that was to happen again like I would hope you was to leave in like the first five minutes like don't stay the next time like don't stay yeah, and end no. up having all that all that shit happen <laughs> at the point where he said he did not leave the house I would have been gone <laughs> Like, I, that really was the number one flag right there. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, I guess on a date, like, you actually got to the, like, you actually got to the location and he was still at home? Yes. He was at home. Oh, my So, like, thinking, thinking back, thinking back on it now, because, you know, I was, I was young and stupid back then, but thinking back on it now, knowing what I know, it's like, he forgot. Like, he forgot about that. Like, there is no reasoning Besides that, that makes sense. It, zero that percent. You wait, that you were waiting for me to call you to be like, hey, I'm here. Like, no, you forgot about that. But, um, yeah, that that was a major learning lesson for me. But like they said, you live and you learn. But like I said, like, I'm like, i going to let you get back to your family. Okay, me too. I'm about to smash and relax. All right, I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. All right, All right stay safe. Whoo! Y'all know I had to get that phone call out the way. I mean, but after listening to her, after listening to her, like, a lot of what she said actually makes sense. Like she said, when she was younger, you know, like, your mind said it. I think she told me, or she mentioned in the voicemail that she was, like, 22 or 23. And, like, at that point, like, we both, like, we all did a lot of dumb shit. I know I did. I did some stupid shit. But then as I got older and I began to realize, like, once I looked back, like, like, why the fuck was I in that situation? Like, what made me decide to do that? But again, look, this week was supposed to be my off week. It was supposed to be my my bye week. Like they got in the NBA. But I had so much on my mind. It was so much news. It was shit I wanted to discuss. But like I said, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm about to go eat. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Happy Thanksgiving to all you guys out there and you can click the link in the bio to this podcast and you can become a monthly supporter. Now, it don't got to be a lot. You can support monthly for $1, $5, or $10. Like, I appreciate everything. Man, I do this podcast straight from the crib. I do the all I can to keep the sound quality A1 to keep everything entertaining for you guys. Like I said, if you guys subscribe for $1, bro, that's $12 a year. You can cancel any time, bro. Some of you some of you guys spend, some of you motherfuckers spend $12 for lunch every day when you go to work. But as always, thank you guys, man. Next week, I might take the week off because this week was supposed to be my bye week. That's why this episode is over an hour. But I hope you guys enjoy. I love you guys. And it's, it has been a long, long 2020. But happy Thanksgiving to you guys. I'm happy that all you guys were able to make it to Thanksgiving because there were times during the year where I didn't even know if I was even going to make it to this point. Like just from the way the world is in general and from a mental standpoint. So the fact that all of you guys are listening, you guys have made it. All, all we got to do is get through one more month and we are in 2021. So thank you guys for making this podcast so great. It's your boy John A. Schultz. We out this bitch.